yeah, we're switching it up a little bit this morning. I'm not going to preach this morning. Come, somebody say amen. <laughs> All right. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer some information and some inspiration about some new developments that are happening in our church, developments that have been underway for uh, more than a year but have come to fruition uh, T-minus Thursday morning of last week. So um, I want to call this talk Expanding the Mission, Expanding the Mission. You know, Jesus has called each and every one of us to pursue his mission. Uh, to pursue the mission of reaching people and bringing people together uh, in love and bringing people closer to God. And so that's what we're doing as a church. Uh, that's what our goal is. That's what our mission is. Uh, in fact, Jesus put it like this. On the night that, the night that he was arrested, the night that he was betrayed, uh, he prayed to the Father, and his prayer was this. He prayed, Father, I pray for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Somebody say one. All of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. And I love this because he doesn't pray for unity for the sake of unity. He doesn't pray for oneness for the sake of oneness. He says this, because then the world will know that you sent me and that you have loved them even as you have loved me. In other words, what he's saying is the unity of believers, when people come together, people of faith, followers of Jesus, come together as one, that is the testimony to those who have not yet experienced the grace of Jesus that Jesus loves them. Yeah. It's our unity that communicates love to those who are far from God. And so we as a church have, uh, have, have sort of condensed this down into a mission statement that simply says this, to bring people and God together in love. That is our mission. That is what we're going for. Uh, and I want to share something with you today. Um, how many of you guys do get my emails, my occasional emails? So a lot of you know what I'm getting ready to tell you. Uh, if you don't know, then buckle up because this is pretty exciting. By God's grace, we, as of this week, uh, are going to be able in 2019 to launch a second location for our church down in the Shaw neighborhood, uh, uh, down right at um, Shaw and Tower Grove. We're going to be one church in two locations. And somebody say amen. Um, this is, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right into the weeds with you uh, uh, and give you more details than you pr probably want. So uh, if you want to take notes, take notes um, because we're going to get into it. Our vision is that all would become one in him that all would become one in him. Some of, you, some of you know because you've grown up in church or you've been around churches, what is happening in New City Family Church is fairly unique, I would say. Uh, people have come together out of all different kinds of uh, ethnicities and socioeconomic levels and backgrounds and cultures and tribes and tongues and languages. and everything. We've come together as one. And if any city in the United States needs some people to come together as one, it's St. Louis, Missouri. Can somebody say amen. This city, I've grown up in this city. This city needs to become one. And God has uniquely gifted this church to be a facilitator of that oneness that he, that he cried out for on the night that, that he was betrayed. He cried out and said, Father, let them become one. And so what we want to do is we want to take what God is doing here in you city, and, and we want this thing to expand and spread what God is doing here into all of the different pockets uh, of this city. And so um, 
we on Thursday morning uh, came to a resolution with um, the United Methodist Church. There's a building that they had available for sale, and we agreed to terms on Thursday, and we are purchasing that building to launch our second site to reach more and more people with what God is doing here down there in Shaw. So I want to give you... Um, I want to give you our trustees and our expansion team and our ministry council. We've been working on this for a long time. Uh, and we've, I've been trying to convey as much information as I could convey uh, throughout this time. But today I'm going to give you all, I'm going to give it all to you. you just, I'm just going to put it all out there uh, because we've, we've just buttoned it up this week. Um, one of the things that we have been thinking about and praying about for over a year is what we're calling the need. The need is that... Um, our church has been growing at about 25 to 30% a year, uh, right around in that range since we started. Um, that means you guys are experiencing God's love and mercy and grace in your life, and you're telling your friends and your neighbors and your family members, and they're coming, and people are coming together. Um, so what happens is eventually the room fills up, uh, and we've been praying about, God, how do, we, how do we accommodate this growth? How do we you know, how do we do this? Because we're finding that, um, uh, first of all, our children's ministry is packed to the gills, uh, and everybody who works in children's ministry say amen. All right, so our, children, <laughs> our children's ministry, we're serving about 80 to 90 children on any, on any given Sunday, and there's also about 20 uh, team members up there in the family center. So if you haven't had a chance to go up there, you don't know what's going on up there, um, just poke your head in there sometime. It's packed. Um, so there's a need. There's a need for more space. Um, how many of you had trouble finding a parking space this morning? All right, we know everybody who came late. Okay, gotcha. All right, good. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, um, the, uh, parking has, has started to pack out, um, at pretty much every Sunday, uh, for, for special services, Easter, we had 840 people attend on Easter Sunday. Uh, and so, you know, this actually at last Easter, uh, we started praying about God, what are we going to do next Easter? Because how are we going to accommodate, uh, that number of people? So there's a need, there's a need in our church. In fact, and you know, on, in the second service, we're starting to fill up. Um, if any of you want to come to the first service, there's a few more seats. Um, uh, but the second service is starting to fill up. So there's a need, uh, in our congregation to find more space. And we've been seeking more space for a long time. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, an opportunity arose. We're going to call this the opportunity. Uh, we were looking at spaces here in University City. Uh, in fact, we had made an offer on a, on a, on a place here right down the street from us uh, in University City, uh, and that offer it, it was, was not accepted. Uh, and then literally three days afterwards, we were at staff meeting, and Ernest Carter, our worship director, said, hey, there's a, a building that's opening up and that's going to be available uh, possibly for sale down in the Shaw neighborhood. Uh, and there's, there was a church in there, and, and that church is, is, is leaving that building, and uh, that, that building is becoming available. So we all said, hmm. And um, we looked it up. We Googled it. We did all that and uh, reached out to them and began talks very early on. And we've had a number of meetings with our um, with our team here and our, our council members and trustees. Uh, and it's a really, really fascinating opportunity. Let me give you the location, and I'm going to get out of the way so you can see some pictures. The location is, uh, if you look at the map, there's a map right here. You can see uh, uh, right here uh, the top red dot, that's where we are right now. Um, and then right down here uh, is what we're going to call the, the Shaw Campus. It's right at the corner of Tower Grove and um, Shaw. It's about a 15-minute 
drive from here. It's just about two and a half blocks from I-44. It's about a mile south of 40. Um, so it's very, very convenient. Here's an overhead shot um, where you can see uh, it's literally, you know, what is that? One, well, I, yeah, a one and a third block from I-44. Um, so it's a really great location. It's, it's diagonally across from um, the Botanical Garden, and this is where we'll, we'll be launching um, the second location. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about the building itself. Um, if you want to look, this is what it looks like uh, from the outside. So as you go down to the corner of uh, Shaw and Tower Grove, this is uh, the building. It's a beautiful old building. It's 100 years old. It's 20,000 square feet. It's got uh, a, a large auditorium. You can see the auditorium here uh, that seats about 200 people. In that auditorium, there are... Um, there's a, a large kind of cafe right off the side of that, uh, sort of for fellowship areas right there. Uh, there's a commercial kitchen right downstairs, so we're going to save some money on catering. Can somebody say amen? And, um, uh, and so there's, there's just a lot of space to do the kinds of things uh, that we, we want to do as a church, but that we're limited in doing um, here at this location. So, um, in fact, w when we've been down there looking, uh, there are so many spaces down there. There's actually a there's actually a room with like a shuffleboard uh, game down. I'm like, what? I mean, so anyway, there's a lot of room. Um, I don't know if we'll have a shuffleboard ministry or what we're going to do with that. Oh, shuffleboard life group. Okay. Dolores just plugged the shuffleboard life group. Sign me up, Dolores. I'm in. Um, uh, you know, I mean, one of, the, one of the big needs that we were facing and, and is that, you know, to have like a youth event or a worship and prayer night. For instance, we're having 21 days of prayer in a classroom at U City High School, and that's cool, but it would be nice to, you know, have our own space to be able to do that. So this building will provide an opportunity for us to hold events and, and retreats and uh, weddings and these kinds of things, um, uh, which we can't currently do in, in this space. Um, so it's a really, really beautiful space. The people, uh, we estimate that around... Uh, 200 to 250 people in our congregation live at least as close, if not closer, to the Shaw campus uh, as they do to um, this, this space, the Tivoli. Uh, and so uh, some folks will choose to go down there and, and, and worship down there, and some will choose to worship here. Um, we will remain, just let me put this out there, and I'll get into this in a minute, one church in two locations. We're not becoming two churches. We'll be one church in two locations. Um, and so, uh, you know, those of you who are interested in going to that location, um, that would be awesome. And those of you who want to stay here, that's awesome too. Um, the only person, I told this to the first service, the only person that I'm pressuring to stay at this campus is Mother Ray because I need her amens every once in a while when I'm preaching here. So, um, so we have a number of leaders and a number of our team members that live literally within blocks of that location. We have a number of team members that have been praying for South City and for the Shaw neighborhood. Some of them are nodding their heads vigorously right now because they can literally see the building from their uh, windows, and they've been praying for that building. They've been praying for that neighborhood, uh, and so it's a joy to get to launch something there. Um, let's talk about the numbers. Any accountants in the house? All right, so here, here are the numbers. Let me just say this. The first thing is this. We're not going to do a capital campaign. Amen. 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 <laughs> Tamara's on our expansion team. She said amen. So here's the beautiful thing. You guys, our church has been so generous over the last seven years 
and our trustees and our staff and our team have been wise in stewarding your generosity. So there's no need for us to do a capital campaign. There's not going to be any arm twisting. There's not, it, it, we're good. We're actually, we can fit the operating budget. Yep. We can actually, the operating budget of that site will actually fit uh, within our uh, churchwide operating budget for 2019. It will meet our bylaw constraints and our bylaw standards. Uh, and so we are good to launch that location. Um, we think it's going to cost around th between 345000 and 395000 uh, to actually get it up and running for everything, uh, you know, between now and the launch. Um, and by God's grace, we've, we've actually got that. Um, so so we're not, I'm not going to pressure you. I'm not going to tell you to not give, okay, on the other hand, all right? I'm not going to say stop giving, folks. We've got enough. No, keep giving and, and give more. But, um, but, but there's no, the pressure, you know, we've, it's not going to be a strain on us uh, financially as a church, which is amazing. Um, how are we going to do it? What's the model? What does this look like? Um, the model will be modeled after a church down in Birmingham called the Church of the Highlands. This is a church that has been very helpful to us over the years. They launched a group. Or when we launched, we, uh, we went to their uh, training and all of their church planting training and all of that kind of thing. And they, over the years, they kind of have a similar story to us. They, they launched a church, a mobile church, like in a portable location. They were in a high school. Um, and that filled up, and they kind of went, oh, gosh, what are we going to do? And they couldn't find a place or building. And so then they, they had a, an office space, and so they said, well, why don't we launch a second uh, campus in this office space? And the pastor, Chris Hodges, said, well, I don't think anybody's going to want to watch me on video. And, you know, they said, well, maybe not, but, you know, what else we got? What, was, what else are we going to do? So anyway, they launched a second campus. Um, that campus filled up. Then they launched a third campus anyway. They've launched, I think, 19 campuses at this point around their, not just around Birmingham, but all around Alabama. They're also in 13 prisons um, and serving 13 different prisons throughout uh, the state. So, in other words, they have, they've, they have experimented. They've done some things right. They've done some things wrong. They've figured some things out. And so, um, we're going to learn from all of their mistakes, and we're going to make none of our own. Amen? Right? Not, not, <laughs> um, that's the goal. We're going to. We're going to capitalize on their mistakes over the years. Um, so we're going, to, we're going to be using their model. And basically, the model is that the, ser that the service at the second campus is identical. The ministries and the service and everything there is identical to what's going on here. So whether you show up there or whether you show up here on a given Sunday morning, you're going to experience the exact same uh, ministries and the exact same uh, model uh, as here. We will be one church in two locations. I might say that a few times just to reaffirm that. Um, so uh, the leadership, um, we, we'll be holding some meetings in the coming weeks, so you want to get on our email list if you're at all interested in participating in this. Uh, we're going to be holding some meetings and talking about uh, opportunities to serve down there, opportunities to lead. If there are areas where you are particularly interested in leading or maybe you want to help launch this site, then um, be a part of this. Uh, this is going to be a really, really exciting thing, uh, and we're going to have a team down there, uh, and it's going to basically replicate what's happening here. Um, everything will be identical. The schedule. Now, this is by faith, okay? I'm going to show you the schedule of how we're going to roll this out. Um, let, let me show you the schedule. December 2018, locate potential site. So far, we're good. All right, we got, we got that one done. January through March 2019, um, between now and March, uh, there's a lot of work to do on the property. 
uh, design work, uh, building teams, purchasing supplies. There's a lot to do. Uh, so we're going to be doing all of that over the next three months, uh, January through April, promoting it. Um, this means, you know, Facebook. It's mostly word of mouth. You know, like our, our, total, um, our total budget, our annual budget for promotion around here is like, under a thousand dollars. I mean, everybody just tells their neighbors. People just come. It's like word of mouth. So, um, but we are going to be promoting it uh, and getting flyers out to that area and and letting people know. Um, And then on April 14th, we'll do a practice service there. And then um, April 21st happens to be Easter Sunday uh, this year. So we're going to, we're going to, by God's grace, we're hoping to launch on Easter Sunday, 2019. Um, be praying for that. You know what I mean? Like, and don't hold me to that. Like if the roofer says, oh, it's going to take us six months, then, you know, we'll launch next Easter. No, um, <laughs> we'll launch as soon as we can. Um, frequently asked questions. Let me get through, let me get into some details with you. Are we planting a separate church? No, we are one church, two locations. Um, it's just one church. We, we literally, this is, this is a way uh, for us to, um, you know, accommodate our growth and then also to expand the mission that God has given us. Um, but we remain one church. Will people be pressured to attend a specific campus other than Mother Ray? No. People may attend whichever campus they like, <laughs> whether it is closer to them or not. Yeah, whatever, for your family and for your needs, wh- wh- whichever one works out better, um, go there. Um, there's no pressure for anybody to stay at this campus or to go to that campus. Um, Will people really be interested in attending a campus in a multi-site church? Apparently so. Um, So uh, we've done a lot of research on this and begun to explore this this model. Um, One of the larger studies on this said that 85% of surveyed multi-site churches are growing at a rate of 14% per year. In other words, um, this is a a sound model uh, that churches are using around the country. Um, multi-site campuses grow far more than church plants, and likewise, multi-site campuses have a greater evangelistic impact than church plants. And I can say yay and amen to that one because I happen to be a part of a church plant about seven years ago. Um, and man, it's, it's, you know, starting from ground zero, there's some work involved. Um, and to be able to just uh, to take the ministry that's happening in one place and transplant it onto another place, uh, it's, it, you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, so it does allow us to focus on people and focus on, you know, evangelism and reaching people with the gospel instead of like, you know, um, all of the organized details and grunt work of planting a separate church. Um, in rating what campuses do well, spiritual growth and volunteering are near the top and newer campuses do better at reaching the unchurched. So um, from what we, have, what we have discovered and what we have researched, uh, this model is very effective uh, in being able to reach more people with the gospel. Will the preaching be live or via video? Uh, sermons will be provided mainly by video. Uh, there will be some live preaching. All other facets of ministry will be provided by leaders and team members on site. We're going to experiment with this a little bit and see uh, what, what works and what doesn't, but this is the model that we'll use to start. Um, what will the church be called? 
That's a very good question. It's a very, we've been asking that question uh, to ourselves because it would be really hard to launch a church in, Saul, in Shaw called U City Family Church. Might be a little confusion uh, about that. So one of the models that we're looking at, one of the things that we're looking at is using the, the term the family church and then putting the name of the campus or the name of the site under it. Um, this would not allow or this would not require a huge change on our uh, on our end, um, and it allows us to kind of keep uh, one church in two locations uh, is the theme there. So we would just be the family church, and then U uh, City, and then Shaw, and then a bunch of people from Ferguson are starting to advocate for a, a location up there, um, and some North County folks have been uh, reaching out on that one. So you know that might be a couple years down the road, but let's let's pray. Um, so this would be the model uh, that we would use: the family church and and then the location underneath. Um, why don't we just buy a bigger church building in University City? Very good question. Very good question. Uh, the answer is twofold. One is availability, and two is mission. Um, as you know, we have been, we have been scouring U-City for years, actually. I think I've put about 10,000 miles on my car uh, just driving up and down every little street in University City and, and trying to find a, a building that would accommodate us with, with parking and children's space and and there literally is no, we have, we have brokers looking. There's, there's just no space at this point uh, that we know on the horizon. Uh, there's no suitable location here locally. Um, and so, you know, we've been open. Like, God, what do you want us to do? Um, we can't do a third service here uh, because they have a matinee. This is actually a movie theater um, uh, the rest of the time. And that's a long story, but we can't do a, we can't do a third service here. Um, and so this, this opportunity arose uh, right as another door closed, at least temporarily. Uh, we had made an offer on a building here in University City. That offer was not accepted. And when I say not accepted, what I really mean is not accepted for now because there's a possibility that at some point down the road, that building would also become available to us. Um, but for now, that opportunity is closed. And then literally, uh, that, that happened on a Friday a few weeks ago or a Thursday. And then on Tuesday at staff meeting, uh, Ernest Carter, our worship director, said, you know, told us about this spot. Uh, and so uh, the, the, the main, the first one is availability. There's just nothing locally here that we can buy. But second, mission. Like we can actually expand what God is doing here into other parts of the city. And if we can do that, because Jesus actually said something about that a long time ago. He said, you'll be my witnesses. And he said, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, which is the area that they were from. And then he said in Judea, which was a larger area. And then he said, you'll also be my witnesses in uh, Samaria, which is even a larger area. And then he said, into the uttermost parts of the earth. In other words, what he's saying is, I want you to take the gospel and take the mission and take it from where you are to other places. And so we see this as, uh, as an answer, as a response to Christ's uh, commission to us to take this mission into other parts of our city and to transform this city by the power of God's grace and by the, and by the gospel of love. Uh, that's what we want to do. So um, both availability and mission. Um, who will staff the, the Shaw location? Um, again, we're going to have some meetings on that, and we invite anybody who's interested in participating in that. Uh, basically, the answer is you will. <laughs> um, you, uh, us, our team, we will uh, staff that location just like we staff this location. Won't the two campuses drift apart? 
Um, and that's a good question because one of the beautiful things about our church is if, I don't know if it feels like this to you, but it feels, to me, it feels like family. It feels like we are a family. It feels like we come together. We love each other. We care for each other, uh, even as we have grown bigger. And throughout the years, when we were 50 people, we felt like family. And the, and the concern was, well, will we still feel like family when we're 100? Well, we, yes. And then, you know, will we still feel like family when we go to two services? Um, yes. And, you know, will we still feel like family? Well, you know, so this is, this is the deal. We're, we we want to be two things. One, um, mission, which I've already talked about. And then two is what we call larger and smaller. So you can put those up, uh, Dawn. Uh, let's see. Uh, there we go. Mission, larger and smaller. Okay. Um, mission is we don't want our desire for intimacy to, um, to be an obstacle to the commission that Christ has given us. You know, I mean, this, this can happen. If a church turns inward, it, it, it actually loses, uh, it, it loses its power. When we become inward facing and only look at ourselves, we, we lose what, you know, what the purpose of the church is. The purpose of the church is to reach out and to bring other people into the gospel. And so um, we don't want to become that. We want to always be outward facing, um, but also larger and smaller. And what that means is we want to reach people with the gospel who do not, who do not have an, a relationship with God. Um, but we don't want to become a place where we're not intimate and, you know, with each other. And so that's where I'm going to promote uh, life groups and dream team. That's where you come, become connected with other people. You are known by other people. Uh, other people know you, and we, we remain family, all right? Um, and then, um, and that's it. That's the last question. So here's, here's what I want to wrap up with today. Uh, and worship team, why don't you guys come on up here? I want to wrap up with this. Um, this is for us a, what I'm going to call a healthy stretch but not a strain. Uh, this is something that we can do, you guys. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by God's grace, we can do this. We can do it financially. We can do it as a, you know, as a team. We can do this. Um, and we can expand what Christ is doing right here throughout our city. And I don't know about you, but I am excited to be a part of expanding Christ's vision for his world right here through this church. I am excited about the opportunity to do it. So here's where, here's where you come in. I told you I wasn't going to preach, but it, would, it wouldn't be right for me not to have three points, all right? So I just, I just want three points real quick. Here's where you come in. Number one, pray, okay? We need every person praying. We need every person here praying for the people in the Shaw neighborhood, praying for the people in South City, praying for our teams, praying for our leaders, uh, praying that God would use us and, and strengthen us and give us courage and give us wisdom to fulfill his purpose in this city. Uh, this is what we have been praying for for years. And so I would just ask that everybody be praying. Come to our prayer and worship nights and pray. Join the prayer team and pray. Find time to pray. This prayer is the fuel that drives everything else. And so every person praying in 2019, every person praying, Number two is serve. Find a place to serve. And I don't mean necessarily at the Shaw location. I mean just somewhere, somewhere in this church family. And, and I will tell you this, especially if you're setting goals for yourself in 2019 so that you have a more fulfilled and joy-filled life, there is nothing more fulfilling 
nothing more fulfilling in the world than serving somebody else in an area of your strength to the glory of God. There's literally nothing more rewarding. And I, and I mean that, I mean every word of that. Serving somebody else in an area of your strength to the glory of God. Now, you don't, it's not as fulfilling to serve somebody in an area that is not your area of strength or your area of giftedness, right? It wouldn't be rewarding for you for me to be your accountant, okay? That's not my area of strength, all right? And I'm not good with math. The numbers turn around on me. I don't know how to do it. But, but if I'm serving you in an area of my strength to the glory of God, I'm like a duck in the water. I'm, I'm loving it. If you're serving somebody else in an area of your strength to the glory of God, it's the most rewarding and fulfilling thing that you can do. So I want to invite every single person. And you know what? This is crazy because this works whether you're a believer or not. That's the crazy thing. When you serve somebody else, just serving somebody else brings joy to your life. So I want to invite every single person to join the dream team, to get involved, to plug in somewhere, and to find a place to serve in 2019. Uh, you can pull out your phone and email us, info at ucityfamilychurch.com. If you don't have a place to serve, you want to be a part of our dream team, uh, just let us know. You can just... and. Tell us where you want to serve. You want to serve on the sound team or the lift team or the safety team or whatever team you want to serve on. Let us know. We will, our team members will reach out to you, get you plugged in, and get you going. Also, Ashley Furness is going to be out in the lobby. It's probably already out in the lobby. And she's got, she's got sign-up sheets uh, for the Dream Team. If you have not joined the team, if you're not on our Dream Team, our Dream Team is amazing. Um, and they're doing everything in this church. I mean, it's just incredible. If you want to join us, uh, just sign up out there or do it via info. But every person serving, every person praying, every person serving. And then the third one is this, give. And I'm not going to strong arm you. I told you I wouldn't. Um, when, I was a, when I was a kid, the way they used to do it in church, when they needed to raise money, and my cousin's here so she knows, uh, when they needed to raise money, is they would say, folks, we're not leaving here until we raise an X amount of money. <laughs> Be like, who's going to give $1,000? And then they, like, literally. Um, <laughs> It was like a cattle auction in a church. It was crazy. Um, we don't do it that way. But what we will say is this. Uh, giving not only allows you to partner with the church to expand Christ's mission, but giving is good for you. It's good for you. And if you don't believe me, Google the value of generosity. Okay? And don't, don't take my word for it. Look at secular researchers who will tell you that when you give, it expands your life. Your life is expanded through generosity. And if you are a believer, randomly open your Bible and you'll find a scripture that says the same thing. Uh, when, you, when you become a person who gives, um, God flows it back to you. And it's not a transaction. Uh, a Rolls Royce will not show up in your driveway if you give uh, you know, to this church. But it will bless you will be blessed by your generosity and through your giving. So every person giving, be a part of that. Partner with us. It'll be a blessing uh, to you, and it'll, it'll allow you to partner with God in expanding Christ's mission throughout our city. Amen? Here's what I want to do as we close. I want to pray. I want to pray for every single one of you. I want to pray for us as a church family, uh, and I want to pray for you individually uh, that God would lead and guide us and give us strength and wisdom and courage to do what he has called us to do, to expand his mission throughout this city and to create a, a, a city where we are all one in him. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now with gratitude in our hearts for what you've done for us. 
God, you have made a path where there was seemingly no path. You know how hard our teams have been working for months uh, to pursue your mission and, and your vision for our city. And Father, we're just grateful to be a part of it. Father, we ask that we grow uh, stronger in you, more courageous in you, bolder in you, and wiser in you, that we might fulfill your mission, that we might fulfill your vision of the world becoming one in Christ. God, help us to bring people and God together in love. I pray for each individual here, God, as they pursue their individual purpose in 2019, as they strive to become the man or the woman that you've called them to be. God, I pray that you would call them into their purpose, call them into uh, the, 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 the vision that you have for them. Lord, help them to become the man or the woman that you've called them to be. Draw it out of them by the power of your spirit. Let us experience your grace and your mercy and your love in this year. Let us put away the things of 2018 and let us push forward into what you have for us in 2019. Father, we pray, we pray for every person in this auditorium that they might experience your love, your mercy, and your grace. We pray this in Jesus' name, to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said amen. Amen, everybody. Is anybody excited about this other than me? Come on. Awesome.